This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our guest today on Take Command, sideline reporter for the NFL on Fox. Longtime career with NBC4 here in D.C., uh, stint with ESPN as well. It's Lindsay Zarniak. Lindsay, great to see you. Always great to see you. So excited to talk to both of you guys. How are you guys doing? I'm doing well. Logan, are you, are you all right? Are you nervous? How are you, how are you doing, big fella? Yeah, I was thinking about it today, and I was like, you know what? This is going to be a lot of fun, and then it kind of hit me. I was like, I got to start like prepping and like researching and like knowing what's going on. Like I cover the team, but like one of the things the guy said to me that was like really off-putting, it's like we want them to like try to bring out their personality. And I was like, I don't have a personality, so how am I going to bring out their personality? <laughs> you don't? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean – I, you know, you're obviously off to a great start. So, <laughs> yikes! Have you? I think you need to go to Kinkos or Staples. Have you thought about that? About how you're going to prep your, um, like the things that you need to take down there when you're on the sideline. Like your literal physical materials. Yeah, there are many <laughs> layers to this onion, Logan. But, okay. but first of all, I'll joke aside. You're going to be awesome. You know that it will be fantastic because. You're you're funny and you joke that you don't, you know, have a personality. Obviously you do, but you also ha- will have a way immediately of getting good stuff out of the guys because they all want to talk to you, you know? I hope so. I think. So what what are you saying? What are you talking about going to Kinkos? What's going on with that? So, you know, I well, if we're if this is like a circle of honesty here, the part that always stresses me out the most, first of all, the part I love the most about the job is when you're in that uh, meeting situation, right? So your crew gets to have these meetings with, which I don't know if you guys have already done this, um, you know, with the coach, with the players, but you're around them all the time anyway. And obviously as a former player, it's different. Like you've got all that insight. Um, I just love that because there's so much stuff that never makes it on a broadcast. It's just so interesting that you hear. I mean, I think it's like the stuff that you find interesting, people that are watching are going to find interesting. Mm. And you do have such an edge because you're talking to these guys and you know a lot about them that are like fun stuff that the viewers like. But the Kinko's thing for me, I, I always am like, okay, how can I make my prep process better? And what do I want to physically take down there with me on the field? Because you all be, you have the flip card, you know, which has both teams on both sides, all that. You've got your notebook to write in. And then I always wanted to have like the stuff I had prepared, like the stories that I'll prepare. Cause you uh-huh. usually go down on the field with like a handful of stories that you've, you know, heard that you've sort of written up or, you know, the gist of besides your opening report. So what I found in the past, and this would happen to me when I was pit reporting in NASCAR too, 
sometimes you go down there and for me, I'd have like all these different papers and you're just like, what's going on? Like, you know, you need something really, uh, your process is going to work. So some people use iPads. Anyway, now we're getting into the nitty gritty, but I would spend like hours at Kinko's trying to refine like what, like am I printing stuff out? (laughs) Am I creating? Because some people have these beautiful like spreadsheets. Some people use manila folders like opened and they've written down the spaces for players and their stories and all this. And now I'm getting nervous talking to you because I'm like having flashbacks and you know, it's about to get started, but no, it's going to be a blast. You don't even have to go to Kinko's because you know everything about these players. But I think well, the biggest I, I, thing I was going to say, like, the fact that you even suggested bringing notes down. I thought I was going to have to memorize everything. So I was going to start memorizing all the stuff and just go down there cold turkey. That's what I, So, again, this is oh, a good really? step. This is a good step in the right direction. This is why we did this. Because, like, that's what right. – no one, no one said a single thing to me. So I was like – and they, so today I asked the guy if I could bring water to the sideline. And he was like, well, we'll have someone bring water for you. So I was like, well, what can I bring? So this is a good thing. I'll just have like a little notebook with some stuff in there just to kind of remind. Yeah. Well, and are they – are you doing both sidelines? Are you doing uh, Washington and Carolina or just Washington? I think just I think just Washington. I'm planning on just Washington. So hopefully that will be easier. <laughs> I feel like typically the preseason in the past, it's been – and I'm trying to think. Clinton did it. Uh, Portis did it a lot in the past uh, right. when it was, it was Kenny and Joe and, and – CP was down there. It was a lot of like Washington player interviews. My my right. question would be, and if I were you, this is what I'd be pushing for. I'd be like, let me do some field analysis. Let me not just talk to guys and do interviews, but like you see the game so well and talk the game so well, that's where you can shine. I think you need to get like a couple hits where it's just you saying what you see. 100%. Whatever. <laughs> I think... You know what you should do here at Logan? You, seriously, uh, true. And, and then thank me later. You need okay. to go to them and be uh, like, hey, here are two two themes that I'm seeing. And okay. find a way, like whatever you're watching in, in preseason practice, if there's some tendency or something interesting that you want to talk about, go to them about that. And then they can pull the video to have like, it's more of sort of a produced theme. Like oh. say it's Carson Carson's accuracy. I'm just making it up. But like say that's it. Then if you say that you really want to talk about that and from your perspective, you know, as a former player, I think that's great because that's what the mm-hmm. analysts would do with us up in the booth. And Craig's exactly right. Like that's that's how you can shine. Mm-hmm. You know, not only is it the player interviews, but also what I was going to say is the pregame is also the sweet spot because that's where you get a lot of the like last minute stuff, like oh. how the guys are feeling. Like last year, I remember my last game was uh, – Cleveland with Baker and he was out there on the sideline the on the field before the game and I walked up to Baker and was like what's going on how are you feeling and we sat there and it was like totally unexpected he just shared for like 10 minutes about his shoulder and how he he knew that he should deserve another shot and all those things he said right but that's where it's like wow when you get that kind of whatever it Mm. is if it's Carson talking about the start if it's what it is you know that's really interesting Late breaking really type of stuff right before game. And had you had you worked on that relationship beforehand, or is that something that he just shared with you in the moment? I had never met him. No, oh, really? I was like, no, but I was like, look, I'm, you know, I'm Lindsay. I'm with Fox. Like, I'm sure, like, he knew that our coverage team was covering his game. But I said, like, I would love to hear where, it, like, where you are and what your thoughts are because I would love to be able to share that on Fox for all the people that follow this team. And so mm-hmm. he was just explaining, you know 
whether people believed it or not, like what he was saying about the organization at that time and the conversations they had had and that he had been a lot more injured than anyone realized for a lot longer of a period of time. But so it, it was just an interesting conversation, but that's the kind of thing before the game. Cause you can walk all across the field. It used mm. to be something that was intimidating to me before, but what I've done is what I find is if you have like four people that you really want to talk about or four things that you want to check on, to have in your back pocket the day of the game, I'd literally write them down, you know, and then Mm -hmm. be like, okay, well, let me see if I can see this guy because that gets overwhelming. Sure. Well, that's kind of interesting. Like, how do you just kind of go up to somebody like that and just be like, hey, what's up? I'm Lindsay. Tell me your life story. Like, what's like, what's that process (laughs) like? So you, um, it's like super like that's the one thing that feels like really like I always sometimes feel like an idiot because you're like okay here I'm waiting this guy's having a conversation with his coach or he's literally catching passes if it's a wide receiver I you you know there's like a science to waiting Mm -hmm. and you have to get them early like you have to identify someone that you want to talk to before they come back out dressed you know you've got to get them Mm -hmm. when they're out there for warm-ups and if they've got their um you know, if they've got their earbuds in or whatever, but then you just wait until they're done, like doing what they're doing or you're walking off, they're walking off the field. And then I would just go up to them and be like, Hey, I'm Lindsay. don't know if you, you know, remember me or know who I am, but I'm covering this game for Fox today. Really pumped to talk to you. And, and I found for myself, if I had a couple of things that I knew I wanted to ask someone because of how I wanted to use it in a report, then that made it a lot easier because Mm. when you get down there for me, like when you're on the field, you're kind of standing around and maybe you'll see someone that you want to talk to or a coach. You're not going to have any issues because everyone there likes you and knows who you are and what you did for the team, you know? So it's like, that's going to be easy breezy. So you can just walk up to them. I mean, hell, you could throw them passes. They wouldn't care. <laughs> yeah, just get involved in the warm-up. Hey, uh, Carson, I want to chat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We can do it from about 10 yards. I'll catch for you. Uh, I used <laughs> to do that. They used to pay me for it and everything. Um, Lindsay, I want to I get this advice in for Logan, too, uh, okay. on, on the sideline reporting thing. Because one of the things I've really enjoyed about this podcast, to be fully transparent with, with everybody here, so Logan, I get to compliment you to your face, is when we have players on, I love letting you just let your curiosity run wild and like talking mm. to guys about stuff that I might not even know exists. And a podcast format is great for that. But <laughs> sideline reporting is different because yeah. you have a very finite amount of time and space to conduct a sideline interview. So, Lindsay, what would be your tips for Logan on conducting a good sideline interview? It, again, this is preseason. It's a little bit different than like what you would do during the regular season. But he gets this access for players. You know, they, they play their series. They come off the field. What's the key to a good sideline television interview? So I think knowing what the biggest broad strokes uh, topic is that you could cover with that person at that moment. You know, like example, if it happens to be Carson, you know, your first start out there with this team, like what what's going through your mind or whittling it down simply so you're asking maybe one or two questions but towards the end of the game because I remember doing this when I was at NBC in Washington I did it for one or two seasons and we were getting a lot of time actually at the towards the end you know what I mean like when the stuff it when it's not as focused or um uncertain people when they're testing out different players so I would think about it in a way of like going into it what is the like what's at stake for the guy that you're talking to in terms of this game and, and this opportunity 
and hit on that first. But then also, you know their personalities. That's exactly what people want to hear, especially like people sitting at home watching that are like into it, but maybe don't know so much about the X's and O's. You know, that's also interesting. So if there's something you could pull um, from a player in that regard. But I do think Craig's really right. Like you, um, your stuff might have to be shorter than you're used to. Like a sideline report hit is truly 30 seconds, like Mm. for me, 30 or or 45 seconds. And it's been different with the different teams like that I've worked on because a lot of times it's like people want to share what people at home aren't going to see, you know, like Mm -hmm. what, what, what can't they watch and see? Like, what can you bring to the table? So there are three different facets really like as a sideline reporter, it's like, what is happening? Is there anything injury related that you're going to see down there that people cannot see at home and information that you can gather? Even if you're just saying like, Hey, I just watched him walk over there. He's like wincing, whatever it is. There's that. And then there's this stuff like the background personality that maybe you've gotten from a player or a coach that morning or in these days right now, like leading up to it that you can lean on like, Hey, uh, Skinina told me blah, 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 you know, and hey, by the way, he thinks that like you can pull any of that stuff during the week. It's great. Like quotes that you're getting from guys. And three, you know, no one's going to know if you're just making it up. So you could just make whatever report up. You. <laughs> I'm Lindsay. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Lindsay. But I will tell you, I'm kidding. But one time when I was super nervous covering NASCAR, one of my producers was like, listen, at the end of the day. If you are so nervous you're about to pass out, no one's ever going to know if you just make up a story. I'm kidding. I would never do that. But, like, I'm just saying, you know, you, but it's I guess true, that's though. the point. It's it true, is. You just can't take yourself too seriously. And, and But there's so much stuff that's interesting down there that you will see and that you'll identify more than anyone else to um, Hoffman's point. Because, like, you'll see stuff that me as an average sideline reporter, like, that hadn't played will not understand the importance of and any of that stuff that you can point out. I think that's great. I think the visual cool. stuff is really great, you know? Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm not I am really thinking about making it up. Don't do I, that. I'm oh. now thinking that you should make something up and then cop to it on the podcast Monday, and, then, and that's and, how we juice our podcast numbers. And then we fact check it. We fact checking Logan's thing. Yeah, that's right. I don't think or that's a terrible idea, like, you guys could start a new segment where it's like two truths and one fib and be like, okay, I'm going to make like, what's my one fib during this broadcast? Or we just, t- we tell folks ahead of time. It's like, look, there's going to be an Easter egg in the broadcast. Logan's yes. going to say the word pineapple at some point and uh, you'll that. know what's up and nobody else also, will. And if you want to know f- what's up, you have to listen to take command. I kind of feel like I need to go back and watch all of Lindsay's broadcasts and figure out which is, which is the truth <laughs> and which is the lie. <laughs> You were always you're always a film study guy. I feel like that's that's you can do yeah, a lot worse a good than way watching, to learn it, right? watching Lindsay. Yeah. Did I did I talk to Baker? Did that happen? No, I'm totally <laughs> um, but but honestly, every broadcast team I've been on, we were just talking about that. I was doing a series um, that's racing for CBS, and we were at dinner the broadcast team, and they were talking about the Easter egg and what my play by play guy gave his analyst a um, a word to say, and it's so everyone does that. That is really fun. You guys should do that. And then plant it and have people guess where it was. Yeah, we used to do those games with like college broadcasts. Uh, and now all my friends that I did that with are like calling, like Kevin Brown, who calls the Orioles. Like he's, he had a whole list of words one game that we did for a basketball game. So yeah, you know, we, we'll have to figure out what that is. Uh, Lindsay, this was great. Thank you so much for doing it. Our, our schedules uh, made this very yes. uh, tight window, but we did it. We executed. <laughs> no, uh, thank it you awesome. so much for doing I- this. 
I would actually like to come back af- after you do this and just like, you know, see how it actually went. And maybe you can give me some pointers. So, I don't no, think so. But I, I, pre- I really off. appreciate the advice. It's been very, like, I know like some of it was like in jest, but it was very, very helpful on the whole. So thank you. Uh, why don't we also do this? We'll we'll talk to Sean, uh, who who helps schedule uh, your appearances, and we will we will have you back not only to review what Logan did, but we can actually talk about the football team. Perfect. All right. Awesome. Well, have, good luck. Good luck, Logan, and Thank have you. fun. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you very much. Appreciate your advice. Bye, guys. Thanks again to Lindsay, who's gearing up for another season doing these sidelines for the NFL on Fox. Uh, And by the way, she and her husband, uh, Craig Melvin, who you know from the Today Show on NBC, hosting a big giant charity event this weekend benefiting the Colorectal Cancer Alliance. You can go to ccalliance.org slash get-involved and find more about the Bottoms Up Invitational to get involved in that charity event. And also, Lindsay just finished her second season of the SRX Racing League on CBS that she mentioned. You go to srxracing.com to learn more about that. All right, Logan, we got you uh, We got you the advice there from Lindsay. How do you feel? Do you feel better or, or worse? I do feel better. I mean, I, I, you know, I am actually going to use a lot of that advice and send some ideas to the producer of the show. And I think that was – he's. I, I don't know if I told you this, but he's been kind of like poking and prodding me about like, hey, do you have any ideas, anything you want to talk about? I was like, no, I'm good. And I kind of realized, like, in hindsight, like, that's, he wants me to send him ideas. Like, he wants me to, like, he wants to know what I'm thinking about. So I think that was just good professional advice, uh, you know, in terms of working with new people. So yeah. excellent advice just from that. They'll get you the water. You bring the notes. <laughs> that's right. I, I have to bring the ideas. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Yeah. All right. All that stuff. Keep it nice, simple, short, concise on the questions. Uh, let, let the players do the talking. And uh, you'll be great. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. It'll be. It's always fun to do something new. You know what I mean? Like the live event at the practice uh, on Saturday, last Saturday, was a total chaos fest. But it was a lot of fun because you're just kind of rolling with the punches. So I'm hoping yep. it'll kind of feel like that. A little bit, yeah. And worst worst case scenario, I wouldn't follow Lindsay's advice and make something up. What I would do. <laughs> <laughs> what I would do, knowing that my broadcast or one of my broadcast partners is Doc Walker, just like Doc, they're really hitting down here, and then and it just let yeah, Doc lose. It doesn't matter up. if it's true or not. Yeah, just be like Doc used to be on the sidelines forever on the radio broadcast, and he's ah, they're hitting, and you just you got yeah. just just wind Doc up a little bit, and then and then you don't have to worry about Doc saying needs anything. To be wound, yeah, I think that's a great idea. I don't think yeah, Doc needs to be wound. To I think football. Doc is wound. <laughs> that's a good point. It's a great point. Uh, he's great. Uh, good luck. Uh, we'll, of course, be watching Carolina, Washington, week one, preseason's here. We'll see you Monday on Take Command.